Hello and welcome to the United Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Okoje, but my friends call me Omo. I'm a doctor, a mom, an entrepreneur, business strategist, transformational coach, and the founder of United Sisters, an organization dedicated to inspiring, empowering ladies whilst challenging the status quo. I am obsessed with helping women find their voice and understand their true potential, purpose and passion, regardless of their creed and culture. This podcast is dedicated to helping you up-level every aspect of your life. Join me for today's episode as we unearth the power that already lies within you. Hello, ladies. This is your girl, Akoje. I am so excited to be here today. We have got someone super, super special, and I'm sure you would agree with me. Today, we've got Mrs. Nana Churcher, and she's actually an international award-winning talk show host. She describes herself as an ultimate connector. She actually has her own show. And actually, this is a platform, an amazing, incredible platform she uses in encouraging excellence and spreading positivity. Mrs. Churchill has actually built her show single-handedly, and she's now actually sought after um, worldwide, and she uses her show to interview celebrity business professionals and people actually doing extraordinary things in community. With previous seasons of her show featuring on Vox Africa, ABN TV in the United Kingdom, and actually across Europe and Ghana. She's now an international speaker, a mentor, a wife, and a mum of four beautiful children. She's married to an incredible pastor, Pastor Alfred Churcher, and she believes that everyone has greatness in them and can manifest by the way they, people speak to themselves and to others. This is why she's released an amazing book called The Power of of your words with a signature you belong at the top she believes everyone is created for greatness i am so privileged and honored to have mrs churcher here today thank you so much for coming to the show wow <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. I'm so blushing. <laughs> I'm so I have blessed to have you my, my, my color has changed. I don't know. If that, uh, <laughs> oh, I, you know, well, one of the things I must say is that you're, you're, a, you're just chief so much, but yet you remain so humble, right? Oh, thank and you. Thank your you. Your love for people and your passion to add to people's lives. I mean, we just recently met and I, yet I feel like I know you because you've just added so much value to my life and you really care about me. And I'm, I'm just so honored to have you here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, my dear queen. <laughs> queen of podcasts. Yes, let's prophesy that. Yes. Queen absolutely. of podcasts. But very soon, I, I can't wait to see you 
are going to all these awards and you know, it's oh I know her, she interviewed me. Yay! <laughs> Really, because our passion is about empowering yeah. people. So I wanted to just circle back onto you and how you, just tell me a little bit about where you come from and what actually led you to what you currently do today. Oh, fantastic. Thank you for having me on your show. Hello to all your wonderful listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, my name is Mrs. Nana Churcher. Um, I call myself executive housewife. <laughs> because, you know, um, I am building my empire from my own lovely, peaceful, joyful home. You know, your home is your paradise. Your home is your sanctuary. So you've got to build from home. And everything we see out there is a reflection of what happens at home. So I'm thankful. I come from Ghana. My parents are Guineans, but um, I'm I, now in the UK. UK, Charlie. All <laughs> oh, right. So you've been learning some Ghanaian with Charlie. Right. By the time I finish, you and I will be cooking jollof and see which jollof. I love your dance as well. The Azonto dance. Yes. So my, I, I grew up in Ghana, raised by my dad. Um, well, so I came to the UK. I didn't know if One Parent Radio was like raised by a single dad, but I bless him for um, all the greatness he instilled in us or helped ignite. I have arrived at this journey because I've always, always had a dream. Back then, I didn't know it was a dream. At school, I was good, very good at English subjects, telling, we used to have story times and you know I was very good at it but when it came to the maths I was like oh I don't want to know so and fast forward I I did well but I've always wanted to be in the entertainment you know industry like interviewing people or anything that had to do with entertainment caught my attention and then um I came to the UK to study it was either to be a TV host or um, air stewardess, that is a, 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 a flight attendant. But then, you know, uh, those days, you because of my height, I think I'm five foot two. Um, you couldn't, you couldn't, I'm five foot two or five foot two, yeah, one of them. But I wear my heels, I love my heels. So it, the, the airline thing didn't work. But I still took my calls and all that have a secretarial background. I'm an O-level student and did vocational, but I, I've always, always wanted to be a, a TV host. So back in Ghana, I tried, went for interviews and all that. It didn't happen for me. You know, doors kept closing, which I could not understand. But now I understand why it didn't happen back then. So I came to Europe, studied, and then... I met my husband and, you know, when the, the, the husband comes in, it looks like everything will, will be uh, pushed aside. But then he was somebody that I told him about my dream, that I wanted to be a, a TV host. But then I worked. I, I was a sales assistant and I worked. And then when the kids came along, before we started off uh, the family, I, I said, Oh, we decided not to take our children to uh, a nine to five. Um, I said, sorry, uh, a, a childminder. So we, 
we decided that I'll be a stay-at-home mom and then he will work. But then knowing who I was, I I couldn't, you know, as much as he was providing everything, I, I'm, I always want to, uh, to be dependent, you know, I want to be independent. So I, when my first baby came along, I think it, she was just three, three months or no, not three months, weeks. It, she was just weeks when uh, Mary Kay consultant, uh, bless her heart, Mrs. Cordelia Coston, I always not forget this woman. She's still my senior anyway, um, came to introduce the Mary Kay career opportunity uh, to me, which the day that I was going to sign uh, my form, my sister-in-law passed away. And it was either to give my the money for us to send back home or sign um, the form. It's very important how we we understand our, the beginning of every journey. So my husband, bless him, said, you know, my sister, he, she's gone. We are alive. You don't know what this business, where it's going to take you to. So um, sign it, which was 99 pounds then, I think. And, and so I, I, I call it my 99 pound decision. So I took that decision with the blessing of him, my husband, and I started my Mary Kay journey. And um, I thrived, became a sales director, um, became a senior sales director. And through that, you know, I was being trained, developed in so many areas in my life, which has been the springboard of what I'm doing now. I'm still a Mary Kay consultant, but not actively as I used to be because of my show. But in there, I had always had this burning desire of becoming a talk show host. And I was trying to, nobody seemed to understand what I wanted to do, but I, I think it was only God. But one day when I was just having a bath and then I heard that still voice said, now you can do your show. I still didn't understand. Then a weekend came along when a friend was having a, a birthday party, the son's christening. The MC didn't turn up, so they said, and I step in. I, I did step in, and I hosted the show like, I mean, the party was a, it was a different ball game. I got the guests so much involved. At the end of the day, everybody was like, wow. So when I came home, I, said, I told my husband, honey, I am starting my show. Wow. So you said a couple of things, which I really want us to circle back on. You had this dream. You said no one seemed to understand what I wanted to do. Can I just ask you, how did that make you feel that nobody understood? I was frustrated. I was angry. Uh, because I thought, I have this brilliant, brilliant idea that I'm going to conquer the world. I'm going to interview people. I wanted, because I wanted to tell the story of successful people, how, you know, how people started and where they are now, like how you were into, and people didn't seem to understand, you know, because if you wanted to start a TV program, definitely all they knew was go and get a job at a TV uh, uh, station, you know, but you started it yourself, you know, and then obviously you don't have the money, you don't have the cameras, you don't have every, anything, you know, so how do we, uh, how, how does that come about? I spoke to a friend who I remember who had a, 
he had the experience in the TV production, but then he goes on and about, you know, you need a studio, you need, you need the cameras, you need the money, you need lightning, you need it. I said, oh, forget you people. You understand? So that, but then I kept talking about it. I kept saying, okay, one day I'm going to start my TV show. One day I'm going to start my TV show. And I remember it, when I you, you watch Oprah Winfrey, I said, oh God, how, well, how, how I'm going to, how am I going to get camera people, makeup artists, this, you know, everything that, but then I still believe that I could start a TV show. And then one day, you know, I did not give up on it. One day a friend came along. He had come back from Afghanistan. We were going to buy food. You know Kenke, right? We were going to buy Kenke up the road and uh, an African shop up the road. And I, we were chatting and I said, yeah, so what are you doing now that you've come back? What are you going to do? He said, oh, I'm studying videography. I said, you were joking. He said, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said, you know what? I have a TV show. I want to start. And he said, tell me about it. I said, okay, what I want to do is just, I want to interview successful people, you know, their story, tell it to the world and so that somebody can hear it and say, I can also do something with my life. He said, yes, yes. I said, go bring your camera right now, right now, right now. Let's go up there. We forgot about the kinky, forget about the food. Let's go. That was the passion I had. You know, when you have that passion, even when you're so hungry, you don't feel hungry again. So he, thankfully, he went, brought his cameras and then, there is a barber, there was a barber up the road as well, who has like three barbering saloons and he's from Ghana. So we went there and I said, I called him aside. I said, look, I'm starting a TV show. We're just doing like, a, <laughs> we're testing. So I want you to be my first guest. First he was like, oh, I'm shy. I said, look, you have to sit there. Just tell me, tell me how you started. That is all I need. We're going to have a conversation. And then those in the shop that were coming to cut their hair, it was like, I told them what we're going to do. And everybody got involved. And when we finished, everybody was like, wow, they didn't even know how he started. You know, so everybody, was, they were applauding. And that was how my, my uh, first episode, you know. So I, I, it's interesting you said, you said to your friend when he spoke about him doing a course on videography, you said, I have a show. Yes. At that point in time, you didn't have a physical show. No, 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 no. I didn't have a physical show, yeah. In your mind, the show existed. Yes, in my heart. Yes. You know, it's got to start from within, from your your spirit being, because everything that um, we we are to accomplish starts from the spiritual realm. And that is why the Lord says, I knew you before you were born or you were created. He knew you. So it's like we come in a package, but it, it has to ignite from within. So when it ignites and that is your true calling, your true purpose, it will burn. The fire will start burning. So you have to then work on it, talk about it, do all that is like putting a seed on the ground, water it, and then it starts to germinate. So I kept saying it. Sometimes I have a book, I'll write about it. Okay, this is how I'm going to do it. This, this, These are the people I want to interview. This, you know, I, I was so, it sets everything in motion for you. And then when you do that, the Lord will place the right people in your way to start it. It's so funny that you say that because I was just really, I, I'm 
really reading the word of God. I'm a, I'm a woman of faith, as my listeners probably know. And it's so interesting because we want to see before we take action. No, it doesn't happen that way. Exactly, right? And it's no. so nice to hear you say that you believed before you actually saw it happen. Yeah, right? definitely. You know, one of the things that I must say, it really is hard for people to stay in that space where they have it in their hearts, but everybody around them doesn't see it. So what would you say to a woman who has this dream, who's doing a profession, she loves it, but she knows this is, she has more to give, but she's got bills to pay. They've got family to look after. How do you keep that dream alive and still, do you know what I'm do you understand what I'm trying to say? Because yes. Especially for me, telling you, nah, it's not going to work. Yeah. For me, um, I had a support system. You know, I had my husband who is uh, 120% hands-on. So that was, so he shared my dream. So, but then I believed, even before where he came along, I believed that I was going to be a, a talk show host. I'm going to be a multi-millionaire talk show host. I'm going to conquer the world. I, you have to. So the first thing is you, and then you pray about it because if it's in the purpose, you know, sometimes some people want to do it because others are doing it. And then some people believe that that is their calling. If it's your true calling, you pray about it. God will put some people your way. These are called the destiny helpers. But the number one is your belief. You understand? Number two is that I was still a Mary Kay consultant. You understand? So of course, you don't have to leave your nine to five. I When I had my my, my, my first daughter, I, I left my sales assistant job and then I, I was doing my Mary Kay. But then, as I said, I had the support system at home. But I was... I came out of my comfort zone and said, okay, I'm going to make my Mary Kay work to support my dream. You understand? So you've got to be somebody who knows what you are about. Mm. So I had my Mary Kay to, to support uh, my, 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 when I started, you know, it's a gradual process. It's not like I started and up I went. The Mary Kay, even with the Mary Kay, it comes with challenges. I had to step out of my comfort zone, speak to strangers because, you know, but because I knew I said, okay, if you want to get out there, you've got to go out and do it. You know, so there were, they set challenges for us. We were going um, out to speak to people and I said, okay, if, if, how, how much do I need to, you set yourself a target. How much do I need to, um, to make maybe hundred pounds to pay my cameraman? So I will go out there sometimes to borrow money from my husband, making sure that one day I will pay. You understand? So, so, but then you need, you know, the passion, your passion and your belief will drive you to, to know that, no, this is what I'm about. So I've got to do what I've got to do to make it happen. But if you are playing it safe, you would mm. you would never even like okay I would mm, let's see no nothing will happen because even the Bible say if if you if you you are not you are you are wavery you are doubting you don't get anything so you've got to make up your mind and I made up my mind so it's okay I will do the nine to five but this is it you make time 
you are portion time and then it's okay. Then gradually, maybe you phase out. That is how you've got to do it. And then also, also you have to find the right people, people that would believe in you. For me, it was my husband, period. And the other people that were surrounding me, they had no clue about dreams. So, <laughs> oh, seriously. And still, still people don't get it. Yes. You yes. understand? So you have to be very, very careful who you are going to share with, you know. And most of the time, we share with people who have not got a clue and people who have been even treaded on business waters. But you you pray about it. You find that one person, even if it's one. If you don't find anything, let it be your God. Till you know that you are firm and grounded, then people will see and then they'll come and ask you, then you talk about it. Or now that thankfully we have the internet out there, you know, there are some successful people maybe you can reach out or even watch their videos or listen to them and, and, and start. But the people you share your thoughts and ideas are very, very important. You mentioned something else. This is good stuff. You said, um, I chose, I decided and I made myself my mind up to believe in myself, right? I wanted to find out what has shaped your belief system because some people listening to this may say, well, she's kind of outgoing. She can do this kind of stuff. I'm not like that. I just want to ask you, what has shaped your belief system? What shaped me is the word of God. Hmm. I'm a Christian. You, 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 you Christian as well. You know, they, we, they are Christians. They are Christians and they are Christians. Like today, I put out on my daily post that I do that. In the beginning of the year, we all had, um, a word, you know, our, our, our word that we had was a year of fruitfulness. It might be different from your word, but each and every one of us who go to church, definitely pastor gave a word, right? Or even if you are not, uh, you are not a believer, you, 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 uh, you, you have some self, you, you have a word, you think, oh, this year, this is what I'm going to do. You put your plans there, right? And then all of a sudden, we have this coronavirus that is bombarding and kind of changed everyone. I said, this is what I said. I said, we all have a word this year. You've got to believe, still believe in that word because, and do not let your words contaminate what you received in the beginning of the year. Hold on to your faith and hold on to that word. And I, when I woke up, when I was doing my morning, my quiet time, I read in, in, in the book of, um, in the book of, um, let me, let me, I have my book here. Let's see. You say we're in church now. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I've got to, you know, I've got to give you the word. It's, it's about when Jesus told the disciples, we are going to the other side, right? He said, we're going to the other side. And then what happened? There was a storm. There was a storm and they were all, you know, they all came out. They all, they were all shaken. I, I, I come, my, my, no, I need to give you this word because then I, I know what I'm talking about before 
somebody will call and say she didn't call the word. <laughs> but, but I will find that word for you. I'll find that word for you. But you know, I talked about the the I talked about that. And I said, but Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't, um, he didn't um, say nothing is going to happen, right? He didn't, he didn't, he didn't say. Um, you have no problems. You will have no problems. He said, we are going to the other side. And then the storm came. And then when they woke him up, what did he do? He calmed the storm. So when you dig yourself in the word of God, when you find yourself in the word of God, when you have this foundation that says, in the beginning, I knew you. I knew you before your mother and your father met and all that. It means that hold on to that beginning that he said he knew you and go to God and say, God, this is me. This is Nana. This is Esther. This is whoever you're listening to. And build your faith from there, build your belief from there. If you stand in the word of God, it builds you up for you to know who you are. And when you know who you are and you believe in God, my dear, that's it. No, anything is possible. Everything is possible. Somebody say, what? See, I said, every word, the Bible is our manual. And everything that we, we, we are going to go through is happened already and is in the Bible from marriage to childbirth to business to when you read it, it's all there. And so anytime I was like failing or I was getting weary, I go back and then I will remind myself. And through that, I have built. And the way I grew up, as I said, it was my dad. One, he was straight. Two, we hustled. But then we saw how we have come out of it. So that has really given me that confidence that, come on, no matter what, God will see me through. There are instances where I, maybe I have to travel. I'm waiting for sponsors and you know, somebody will just disappoint me and I'll be sitting there. I'm like, God, I know you're going to do it. I know you'll come through for me. I know you, oh, I won't give up. Hey, I will not change my words. I am going, <laughs> I am flying. And sweetheart, at the last minute, sometimes one minute to time, one minute to 12 noon, my miracle comes through. And it has happened so many times. So now when it comes to God, why, please, I don't want to stress. Please, please, I know you're going to do it. You understand? That is that is the level that you have to come to. When you come to that level, I'm still growing. I'm still learning every day. But one thing that I make sure that I don't contaminate myself with some negative words, I would rather drink ice water and keep quiet. <laughs> ice water. So you yes. speak words. You speak life. In I speak. Oh, my dear. I speak life. I speak life. I speak life. Yeah. Have you found the scripture now? I'm, I'm looking for, I, I can't believe, I can't find my paper. I don't want to go down there. But you continue, I'll give it so, to you. For me, another thing I love that you said is that you were, had this dream bubbling up. Yeah. You kept speaking the word. And from nowhere, it seems, you were given an opportunity, right? Yeah. yeah. It kind of was like very much on the spot. Mm. Seize the opportunity. Let me tell you the truth is that sometimes when we feel like 
oh, but I wasn't ready for this. Mm-hmm. We fail to take those opportunities. What made you think, right, I'm taking it. This is mine. What, do you, what was your mindset around that period when you said you met your friend and then the MC didn't turn up and they said, okay, you need to MC. <laughs> well, for me, I, for that? before I go, I found it. I was like, the book is right here, but I've scribbled so many things. So it's, I, I have three scriptures for you, right? Is Luke chapter 8, 22 to 25, Matthew 8, 23 to 27, and Mark 4, 35 to 41. It all talks about, yeah, you know, when Jesus was in the book from different accounts. So um, you can check it out, you know. So where you think you, you were going wrong or your faith is weary, you said, he said, we're going to the other side. He said, 2020, he's going to bless me. He said, 2020, I'm getting married. He said, 2020, my business will blow the uh, coronavirus or no coronavirus. I am still going to, it's still going yes. to happen for me. Yes. You understand? Yes. So that is the scripture that I had this morning. And funny, it was, it was just, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> it well. Anyway, so... Well, I am that person. I am that person that um, don't really analyze a lot of things. There are a lot of personalities, you know. I am an I person who just jump where everything. I don't. I don't wait till you know. Okay. Oh, there are people here. Um. Uh, oh, I'm shy. No, 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 no. I just jumped. I didn't even. They said, "Oh, the MC did it." I said, "Okay, I'll do it." You understand. I, I just, I take risks. I don't wait. I, if I have it, if I have the money, fine. If I don't have the money, I have to have the money, find a way. If I have to call on my, those on my contact, I said to them, I'm doing sales. You've got to come and buy because I need hundred pounds. <laughs> you know, they'll tell you, Mary Kay, consultant, they harass it. You see, the violent take it by force. So wow. I shook. I just jump at the opportunities without thinking. And then sometimes you're doing anything. Oh my goodness! I didn't even have uh, 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 the the program. I just I just called up and said, "Okay, hello, my name is Nana Checha. I'm going to be your MC for tonight. So I know you're going to work with me." And because it's something that it's embedded in me, my mm. my husband would say, "You just download from within. You don't go on the internet. You understand? Mm. You." It's some people, it's a gift. And for mm. me, I think it's, it's, it's a gift that God has given me. Mm. So I, I just... It's, but you it, it just, the gift though. It just comes from within. Mm. You understand? And then some people, even though they have the gift because of fear. I mean, mm. I could have said all these people sitting there, oh my God, what am I going to do? But if you are passionate about something, it kind of um, counteracts the fear for a while. You understand? And then you jump at it like Peter. When, when the Lord said, walk on the sea, he didn't think, isn't it? He didn't think on this. And then when he stepped out and then he started thinking about it, then he started uh, drowning. So sometimes you've got to take the risk anyway. And then you never know because you never know till you take that step. If I had not, and I believe that God created that opportunity, that time for me, you know, sometimes, he creates an opportunity for you. But because of fear, because we are looking at our surroundings, because we are thinking what's going to happen, because we have a lot of because, 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 and then we miss out. So sometimes when the opportunity comes, 
because you have the spirit in you, he will kick you. You just say, do it. <laughs> and then you do it. Just do it. Nike will say, just do it. It's true. It's true. You, you know, you said to us, you said, you know, during the time when you were thinking about it, the dream was bubbling. You're watching opera. You're watching other mo- people that you who were very successful in the field. So you almost, I feel like you were putting yourself in a position of preparedness, right? So when the opportunity came, you were prepared, right? I was prepared. I was prepared, but I did not even think of that. You understand? I did not, I, that, that was way back in Ghana. I did, when they asked me to be that MC that day, I did not think about Oprah. I did not think, because if, you know, sometimes when it happens and you start to think, then you start to, you doubt, even though you are prepared, if you, if you understand what I'm trying to say, sometimes you prepare yourself, right? We do all these, yes, of because I was excited, this is what I do. But I didn't even think that was my preparedness to what was happening. Till nowadays, I start to once in a while I'll remember something. Oh, you know, oh, oh, but maybe that also had to happen. But at that moment, at that moment when opportunity presents itself, you don't have the time to be thinking of when I was like 10 years old. Mm. You understand? But when you sit down to put things together, then you see, oh, you know, when that thing, when I was telling stories at school, when I was doing this, when I was doing that, yes, Yes. it it contributes to that. But at an instant, you don't, it does not even pop up in your head. All you see is MC, go present it. You never know. (laughs) I should add it to my my book apps. One thing I want to ask you is, is there anything, looking back at your career so far, and there's many, many more years that you have there in front of you, what would you like, what would you, if you went to 10 years back, what would you have done different? Maybe say 20 years back. What would you tell your younger self? Me, I'm, I haven't grown old, so I'm always tell, talking to my younger self. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, is, what, what would I have, well, my life is interesting because, you know, when I see all these things, what would, what would you have told? Because some of the things I blocked out, I went through a time of, you know, we didn't have food, we didn't have, so I was always on the go with my dad and my brother. So I, there was no time to be sitting and crying. Well, I was crying and all that, but for me, I see it as part of the journey. You understand? We all have a journey. We all have to go through something to become somebody. And for me, I see that if I had not gone through that, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I wouldn't be the person I am today. So everything that has played a part in my life, I bless the Lord for it. Maybe I would say, maybe I would have, one thing that I said I should have done that sometimes was when my dad hired a French teacher for my brother and myself to learn French because he was a, he became a, 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 a French a national. In, he naturalized as a, as a Parisian because he lived in, in Paris for a long time. And when the French lady came, we would hide under the bed. 
<laughs> and to this day, you know, I speak French, but it's not as fluent as if I had taken it so serious then. Because, you know, when you're young, you you catch things and, you know, when he comes, when when the lady, when she came, we would either hide under the bed or we would, we would lie, you know, to just for her to go. And every time I, I said, if if I had taken that serious, I did French in all level, but then I didn't really do very well. I would have been doing my show in French as well because I meet a lot of Francophone uh, um, nationals, but because I didn't take it serious. So maybe I would have told that self that kick myself and say, you, you were not a girl. You know, that is it. So, and I have, so you see, we had to go through that. So I would say, I would tell my kids, I would tell the people I mentor that this is what I didn't take serious or take it serious. I tell my kids study well, because um, there is a, the proverb in my language that says that, um, everybody's been a child, but we have not been adults. So I can tell those that are coming behind me that, look, I didn't take my French well. So if you want to be bilingual, if you want to uh, be a global phenomenal, you've got to learn another language and you've got to take it serious. So that is the the, the thing that I kind of would have, yes, would have said, hey, Nana, you, you didn't do it. But apart from that, all the things that I've been through, it's a lesson that have maybe toughened me up and, and seriously made me who I am. Because it's like, when I see that, oh, this one, oh, oh, I've gone through it. So, you know, so that's, for me personally, that is what I would say. Wow. Amazing. I know that you've released, I know we haven't got much uh, longer to go, but I just wanted to find out a little bit about your book. I know you've released this new book. Could you just share? about what prompted you to write the book. And another question I want to ask you is, what would you say to young ladies out there? What are the major things you feel that young ladies need to be hearing and also young women uh, professionals need to hear um, in this day and age? Well, um, uh, um, young ladies and the book, okay. But in all this to, you know, life happen. There were there were there were there were um, obstacles. There were um, people who turned me down and all that. But I persevered. I tried. There were days I cried. I wanted to quit so that somebody listening said, "Oh, Nana, it was all glory, glory, glory for you." No, there were days that I wanted to quit and I said, "Forget everybody." But then I had that support system, you know. So it's important that you you have that support system, but one thing I never compromise is the words that came out of my mouth. Even if I wanted to quit, I would not say certain words that would, because then the moment that word come out, because words are seeds and words are life. So when you say those words, the angels and the demons take it and work on it. So when you say the positive ones, the angels definitely come and work on it. If you say on the doom and gloom words, the demons will help you to, to for it to come to pass. So all along, I have I have I have realized that all the words that I said to myself, all the great things that I said are coming to pass. Some have come to pass, they are happening. So I said, you know, there are power in your words. And then 
because I am a child of God and a woman of God, I realized that in the beginning, the world was formed with the word of God. He said, let there be. So whatever you open your mouth to say with the, the word of God and the spirit of God backing you, it happens. But then I realized that wherever I went, even today, I met some people. He said, I said, how are you? He said, oh, it's bad. Is this? I said, I said, it's a good day. He said, why is it a good day? I said, because you are alive. You are breathing. And then when I walked out, I could hear the two of them say, she's right. You know, she's right. You understand? So I realized that people around me, not even we that go to church, as, 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 as soon as we finish praying, we come out of church, somebody asks you, then it's a gloom word. And I'm like, we just came out from church. You understand? So I said to myself, no, I've got to help my people, the people around me first, my community, my family members, my friends. I said, you've got to change your words. And so when people talk to me, if you're talking to me and you say, to us, hey, change it. So from there, I said, no, I need to put it in the book for them. And it's a simple book. It's a, a book you can read for 45 minutes. It's for non-readers because, I mean, if you give me one big book, I won't read it. You know, so I, I said, let me put it down so that I'll also help them to read because I know our people don't like reading, but it's going to be my, my, my campaign for my sisters and my, my brothers to learn how to read. And, and say positive words for themselves, their surroundings, their children, their marriage, and whatever. Because we growing up, some people didn't have their parents speaking great words into their life, and they are seeing the consequences. So I want my generation, the children coming after me, to speak great words so that we see great men and women out there. So that was my mission of writing the book. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you so much. Then, Where can we get and, the book? It's, it's online. It's on Amazon.com. It's on um, Lulu.com, um, Barnes & Nobles, on eBay. Just Google Nana Church at the power of your words, and then it will pop up, and you, will, you can get one. And for the young ladies, I always tell them that Proverbs 31, 10 to 31 should be your spiritual vitamin. You you find you identify yourself in that virtuous woman and speak, find yourself. You know, finding yourself is, and I say, even in this time, you sit down and discover who you are. If you don't know who you are, go down on your knees and talk to your creator because it is only him that knows the hair on your head minus your weave on. When you take the weave on, off, he knows the hair on your head. He knows your thoughts. He knows, he knows your spirit before the makeup and everything. And it is only him that can mold you and make you that person that he has created you to be in this life. So get to know him. And through that, you will build your confidence. Because if you don't build that confidence, then people, you will go out there and people will be telling you, you are this, you are that, and you believe it. But if you know who you are, through his word, my dear, when people are saying all sorts of things, you know who you are. Nobody has to come and tell you. You've got to love yourself. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to be, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful before somebody come and tell you you're beautiful. 
these are all by saying those words to yourself. You open your mouth, you say it to yourself. And then find somebody who you think will make, not somebody who wants to know all your sad stories and broadcast it, but somebody who will listen to you, pray with you, admonish you, empower you, and want the best for you. Not somebody you talk to and discourage you. There are people from conversations, you see that they are, they are discouraging you, but in a, in a different way. But somebody that would develop your spirit being, that is very important. And be prayerful. Be very prayerful. Ask for spirit of discernment. And above all, let everybody that comes around you feel special. Don't be prideful. Don't have too ego. No. Be humble and, and, and selfless and love people. That doesn't mean let people, uh, let people take advice. No. But be a wise woman. If you read Proverbs 31, 10 to 31, you will see that woman that I'm talking about. And that woman is you. Wow. Yay. Thank you so much for joining us. You can feel your passion. You are incredibly inspiring, motivating woman. And I'm so blessed to have you here and wishing you the best for the rest of the year. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you've loved what you've heard, which I'm sure you have, then please go ahead and share the love, leave a review and subscribe. I would love to hear your thoughts, your ideas, your aha moments and your breakthroughs. You can connect with me on social media, on Instagram or Facebook by searching for Dr. Okoje Omo Okunkwo. You can find my details on the show notes. I'd love to add you to our Facebook United Sisters group where you'll get a daily dose of inspirational thoughts and insights. I can't wait to connect with you on our next episode. But until then, go out there, be bold, be beautiful and just be you.